Welcome to Fall Summerween, where it's a combination of fall, summer, and Halloween, kind of. And it's like, it's kind of like an eerie season where it's kind of a mixture of fall, summer, and Halloween. All in one. Fall, when it wants to start getting cooler, but it's still a thousand degrees outside and you're seeing fall leaves. Well, not now. I don't think there are any fall leaves happening right now. No, definitely not. Um, I have not detected any change of anything yet. But the decorations for Halloween are out and about somewhere. And it's... I don't understand why there's that pre-seasonal... Like, premature holiday decoration. When it's still summer. Like, where are you guys going with all this? Halloween is nowhere near ready to be here and it's still cold I mean it's still hot so we're still in the summer people are still doing cookouts people are still going to the pools people are still doing parties outside where are you going with the Halloween decorations can you absolutely stop so welcome welcome to fall summerween <laughs> um I tweeted that today, early this morning, when I was drinking my cup of happy, my cup of caribou coffee from Indonesia that I discovered all the way up in Minnesota, when it was much more relaxed up there than it is here in Massachusetts. For those of you who visited Massachusetts, you should already know how intense it is being here and how rude people are here in New England. In general they're just very rude people for no reason and unreasonably stuck up too I'm only saying this because I grew up in Massachusetts and I know exactly what it's like being around a bunch of rude people from Massachusetts um, extremely rude yeah that's for sure whereas up in Minnesota it's a lot of friendliness I can't go to Minnesota this month because I simply can't. Reasons undisclosed. So I decided I would purchase a Minnesota Gophers sweatshirt and a Minnesota Vikings t-shirt. That way I bring a bit of the Minnesota culture here to Massachusetts for me to wear. Um, and then we'll decide order a, a side order of caribou coffee. Yep, because that's where I discovered the caribou coffee up in Minnesota, in the Twin Cities. Um, my main hub is Southeast Minneapolis. That's my main hub up there in Minnesota. And a tiny dash of St. Paul on University Ave by the light rails and stone arch buildings. Um, oh yeah, downtown St. Paul. I never went there at night except for one time I went to downtown St. Paul. Um, it was just to go to karaoke with some friends at Legion's and it was unbelievable. I had a blast up there in karaoke with some buddies and pals or whatever you want to call it and it was fun and I guess that would be the only time I've gone to downtown St. Paul at night. Uh, other than that the main spot is Minneapolis on Hennepin Avenue 
Um, Because that's usually, that's where I got training at um, when I was attending Blind Ink. Um, So naturally that would be the place that I would be extremely familiar with is Hennepin Avenue, which is extremely long, and Nicollet and Marquette and those specific areas. Uh, I went to the Gale Mansion. It was really, really, really wow. Unbelievable. From from the outside in. Then we walked past this guy who fell asleep on the lawn in front of the Gale Mansion next to the Pillsbury Mansion. And at first it was weird. Um, We thought he was just knocked out. Like hardcore sleeping. No, the guy was drunk. He had, like, bottles next to him and stuff. Um, So apparently they hang out there at night. And I guess they left their buddy behind on the floor at the Gale Mansion. And then my other favorite spot that I like to visit when I'm there, well, while I was there, was this place called the Minneapolis College of Art and Design. Um, It's on Stevens Avenue. Um... They have a really nice state-of-the-art music studio. And I was in there, and actually it was a really quiet... It's one of the quietest music studios. And then I went to the Electric Fetus. I think that's on Franklin Ave? No, I'm, I'm getting my streets mixed up because I haven't been there in a minute. Um, anyways, everyone knows what the Electric Fetus is. Anyone that lives in South Minneapolis knows where the electric fetus is or what it is. And then close by, like a block and a half away, is um, Dunbro's Coffee Shop. It's like an underground coffee shop, literally underground in a basement. And they have some really good French vanilla coffee and really good sandwiches there. Um, That was one of my main hubs of where I hung out when I um, met up with some friends to do some brainstorming and stuff was Dunbro's Coffee Shop Um, but the Electric Fetus I got this really cool fedora hat from the Electric Fetus and a t-shirt from a vintage coffee shop well actually a a vintage um, clothing store on once again actually University, University and Central that's still in southeast Minneapolis, next to Ray J's and next to the noodle shop. Um, I gotta keep those streets refreshed in my head because I do plan on going there again to go visit MCAD, uh, which is once again the Minneapolis College of Art and Design. Um, it was a really nice place to visit, and the folks there, once again, are extremely friendly people. Um, from, yeah, definitely are. Ninety-three episodes later, guys and gals, and ladies and gentlemen, and cadults. Um, cadults and par- party crasher, party crasher Becky's, and cadults. You guys are not forgotten as well. We've been creating some new words lately during my podcast. I hope you guys have been taking notes of all of the funny new terms and substitutions for extra wordy things. Um, 
It's not even a nothing associated with a New England slang. It's just whatever. It's a podcast thing. So thanks to everybody who's listening to my podcast episodes on Anchor and Apple iTunes and Google Podcast and all of the other platforms available. Um, it is actually windy right now, which is good because it takes the edge off of that extreme heat uh, that I have just started to die from. Uh, about a half, like a half an hour ago, I started dying from the heat. I just inhaled like a whole bunch of really cold water before I came outside. And then minutes later, oh my god, I started dying from this heat. It's ridiculous. But then the wind came and tried to rescue and save the day, which is pretty cool. I hope that wind is not followed by clouds and rains. I hope not, because that would suck. I'm outside hiding under a bush. I mean, I'm hiding under a tree on a bench. Um, just recording, a pre-recording an episode. Um, welcome to Fall Summerween. I'm going to tell you guys about this fall summerween thing again so basically it is a mesh of words it's a mesh of the seasons and a holiday fall summer and halloween so basically you just take it and you mush it together and create fall summerween it is the the quick phrase for premature advertisements for holidays that aren't even celebrated by a lot of people but It's a holiday that people take advantage of just to be sick and twisted. Uh, Halloween is for the sick and twisted and demented people who actually take pride in causing kids harm or causing other people harm. So, fall, summerween, premature advertisements for holidays that are not worthy of being celebrated. No offense to anyone that actually likes Halloween, but I'm just saying... I'm not even making a religious spin off of it. It's just my observation from all the horrible things I've seen happen. I don't know. Actually, in Massachusetts, I don't think the governor has been okay with celebration of Halloween or trick-or-treating. Because now there's like a a curfew, I believe, on trick-or-treating. And sooner or later, after this super crazy curfew that's happening with the kids doing trick-or-treating I guess they're going to just completely ban it once again remember the history of Massachusetts with Salem Mass yep remember that history Salem is always Halloween I had I don't remember the last time I went to Salem I think the last time I've been to Salem was mm, probably four years ago I went to go hang out with some friends at the time before maybe it was three years ago oh my gosh Uh, I went to go hang out with some folks and we were at this uh, organic restaurant that made burgers with black beans and stuff like that the scratch kitchen in Salem I wonder if that place is still around I'm absolutely curious about that Um, either way welcome to fall summerween where it's a combination of fall and summer and Halloween and it's kind of like that eerie period of the year where it starts getting weird Uh, but it's still like a thousand degrees outside when naturally that kind of 
fall season is supposed to be cooler and it was supposed to have sweater weather happening but I guess not the summer wants to stick around so now you are in the new season called fall summerween Greetings, Lady Casper. This is Trina Kirkland from Talk Up with Trina. I just wanted to call in and say thank you so much for the shout out. I really appreciate it. I enjoy listening to your station and I was glad to hear you back on. Well, I got a chance to hear it today um, when you were talking about the screen curtain. So thank you again. And you stay warm down there in um what do you call it? Uh, I think you say Alaska chooses. Yes, Alaska chooses. All right, now we'll talk later. Hey, thank you so much for your message. I love your podcast. Um, I definitely favorite your podcast. Um, please feel free to check out mine and hit the favorite button if you like what you hear. Um, thanks again. I love what you're doing on Anchor. Hey there, I saw you were listening to Daily Tech Headlines and just wanted to say thanks and wanted to let you know if you have questions or you want to send us a comment, feel free to call on in. We love getting calls and play them on the show regularly. Hello, Casper. This is Melanated Rich Convo. This is take number two. So if you got take one, choose the best and use, if you will. Uh, I grabbed the header of your of your um, podcast today here, talking about drive-by messages, uh, send your stories. So that's kind of what I want to do today, kind of give you a synopsis, if you will, of melanated rich conversations just enter that world so to speak just a drive-by snippet and what we're going to talk about is just why I brought together the podcast I brought together the podcast because I was I was um, looking for more knowledge of self if you will of the melanated world and during my research I found a lot of interesting things um, but I didn't find a podcast then Anchor came along within my searches I seen the Anchor app come about and I said let me try this out let me put my let me put what I researched and hopefully get gain more research to give to the world are more likely the melanated world the melanated world if you can understand that so what I in my research I found out a lot of a lot of hidden history if you will like from the DVD series Hidden Colors 1, 2, 3, and 4 um, if you get a chance you check that out um, 1804 um, the director, Tariq Nashi, he has a lot of, a lot of a wealth bank of melanin-rich knowledge and history of the world and his colleagues. So I get that as a resource bank. Um, just, just 
of the melanated world I, I talk about um our history not just in america but brazil which is has the largest population of african people outside of africa which is around 60 to 80 million if i'm not mistaken um like i said brazil you got mexico a lot of africans in mexico there's a interesting history about that an interesting documentary about the history of mexico and blacks i highly recommend someone looking that up lewis gates jr did an excellent documentary several actually documentaries you can look up maybe it's on youtube maybe you can go to pbs.org and maybe you can find it there as well but he did an excellent series of documentaries of africans that were either taken from their country of uh, home country land continent of africa and 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 brought from servitude and how they lived their life after that and that struggle so there's uh out of that series there is black and latin america black and france uh, black in Mexico. I don't know if these are actual names, but if you find the series, you can find links to it via YouTube or, like I said, buy them off PBS.org to get the full series of documentaries, the full scope of his work during that era. Um, and 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 uh, and sorry, excuse me. You got the Black Friends, how they were treated. And I and in my page, I do a lot of in-depth research of each one, you know, like the history of Haiti, um, the history of of um, France and in Africa, how what happened with World War One, how America made France put their blacks back on the bus back to Africa after they had already promised them they're gonna parade them in front of the parade, the national parade for their efforts in World War One. America didn't like that. America didn't like a lot of countries, what they were doing with blacks and stuff like that. So they shunned a lot of it, swept a lot of it under the rug. And what I do is kind of remove that rug. Not only just that history and the political stuff, just stuff for the melanated world to be celebrated you know countries that we don't know that exist that's melanin populated almost fully like what's going on in brazil uh barbados trinidad and tobago jamaica haiti dominican republic okay new papua new guinea madagascar you know africa australia you know stuff like that I kind of touch a lot of that in some of my older podcasts and I will jump back into that in some of my newer podcasts moving forward here uh, a lot of my stuff I do unscripted I'm going to move more to some scripted cast um, like I said in that in my podcast or in that cast of in the melanated world there's foods traditions customs cultures that a lot of people don't know as a derivative of the African culture. Dances, music, drums, beats, sounds, foods. 
um, lifestyles that people don't necessarily know derive from the African continent. It might have came to another country via Barbados, the Caribbean, um, Trinidad and Tobago, uh, just Jamaica, a lot of different islands and a lot of different countries, uh, French Creole, France, um, just a lot of stuff from the, if you will, former slave descendants of Africa, even if they were sold into slavery by colonizers or by other Africans, we kind of touch on that. You know, just a little bit touching on the history, just enough to spark your interest so you can do more research and dive in where you want to learn more, you know. So that's kind of what the page is about, what the cast is about. So that is just pretty much a drive-by of what goes on, not to mention the stuff that happens in America with us. A lot of us know, but I just want to shine light on stuff we don't know. You know, Western Africa, Eastern Africa, Northern Africa, and Southern Africa. You know, Egypt, as well as a part of Africa, has a rich history dating back to as far as one can write the papyrus. Paper was written, was made in Egypt by Africans. The pick, the hair pick we use today for our hair, can date back to ancient Egypt, Africa. Contraceptives back to ancient Egypt, Africa. You know what I mean? Yes, condoms. You know, earliest style of writing, earliest style of religion, earliest style of medicine can all be researched back to either the ancient Egypt Africans or the Nile Valley civilization so with the pyramids and that and people want to argue who built them this that and the third but there's a reason why a lot of the noses and faces were knocked off a reason why a lot of archaeologists whitened the skin of a lot of the caves and stuff because they was melanin rich people do your research you'll find it out you look long enough you find what you're looking for and i'm gonna help that's what this podcast is about melanin rich conversations this is melanin rich convo hitting you up you be easy check me out i will tune in hopefully this this one goes through the last one didn't really go through and i was upset hopefully this one goes through and I won't have to be even more upset and forget what I was talking about because it's unscripted. I will move more to scripted further. Thank you for your time. Thank you for having this. And take a look. Look up the research. Grab the documentaries, if you will, when you get some time. You know, if you don't already know. I'm not saying you do, but we all can learn a little bit more about the melanated world. And that's what this is all about. Thank you. Peace. Yes, that was a damn cow that you just heard. Yeah, it was a super random noise. 
So I just figured I would give you guys an email address to leave your stories. Like, you can send in your story submissions. Um, just keep it short. Not that I don't want to hear the funny stories about what you have to share that you may be interested in. But, um, like, in, interested in sharing with the podcast. So you could send your stories to the address of C-A-S-U. 305 at outlook.com so it's kasu305 at outlook.com you can submit your stories there and just put it in the headline title anchor podcast story submission and leave your name and your story in there and we will feature you and your story on this podcast coming up or the next couple of podcasts in the very near future oh thank you